0: Welcome to the HisCall Technology Podcast, where we are communicating tomorrow's business needs today. From just outside Nashville, Tennessee, join HisCall as we discuss all things telephony, data, and infrastructure related to business leaders. Here we go. Hello, this is Chuck, your host for the HisCall Technology Podcast. I want to thank you for taking the time to, to listen in here today. I'm uh, honored to have back in the podcast studio with me Gary Luffman, our president and CEO. You know, this is the time of year when our manufacturing partners have their sales kick off and partner events um, to kind of set the stage for what the year is going to look like. And And we've just recently returned from a trip that we went to Mitel Next um, also, a few of us went down to Atlanta for a Sangoma Roadshow. But today on the podcast, Gary and I are going to talk about our trip to Denver, Colorado to Mattel next. We'll highlight some of the uh, things that uh, we learned out there and uh, just give you some updates on kind of the industry and where Mitel's headed, and then we can talk some about Sangoma also. But, Gary, you as you know, if you've been listening to the podcast, he's been on uh, many episodes, and I'm privileged to have him back today. Gary, I know you got a lot going on. Thank you for taking a few minutes to come in and sit down today. Well, Chuck,
1: thank you for inviting me back. I always uh, enjoy doing these things. I'm sorry yesterday we actually had this scheduled and just could not work it in, but uh, we're here now, and I'm glad to be here.
0: Well, that's all right. I know you had a, a prospect in here yesterday that was a, a potential to be a really good opportunity for us. So, oh yeah,
1: very much. You got to do that. Looking for data services help and some audiovisual. So yeah, very very good opportunity.
0: Okay, very good we're just a few weeks back from matel next we had a really good trip we chose to drive uh, from from our place here in tennessee out to denver colorado it makes a nice little uh, drive
1: that was very interesting when we mentioned that to some of the staff here and uh, some of the vendors even they were like you're going to drive us I said, yeah we're going we decided we're going to take this and you know i've been out west uh, as you have many times, but I've never taken the drive out there, and it was really, really nice. I'd encourage anybody if you've got the time, and we just made the time to do it. We plugged in an extra day, and it was really nice. I saw all these good night these these wind farms for salt uh, for uh, uh, g- turbine uh, generators, and I, then you get the interesting looking them up and there's like over 3000 of those things in in Kansas and and wow and then at night when we drove through there all the flashing lights on the top of them they were all in unison it was just amazing among other things there's beautiful countryside
0: and and uh, yeah I, I thoroughly enjoyed that trip I enjoyed it myself you know that's the third time I have driven from uh, middle tennessee out to denver it's changed some but not a great deal. But getting across Kansas feels mm-hmm. like uh oh, yeah. two days. <laughs> oh yeah.
1: It, it was it was just I, I enjoy those seeing open spaces and farmland and 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 as you recall too, we saw a few uh, oil rigs. That's right. Yeah, just like you would in Texas and Oklahoma and they were they were actually some in operation, some weren't.
0: But yeah, it was really really good good trip. Those uh wind farms, it was fun for me because I, I had seen them before but for me to see your expression when we were driving up I on them,
1: never. I mean, in East Tennessee, there's some that when I've uh, flown over in our plane to see there, I forgot exactly. I want to think it's around Mars or somewhere. There's a there's a hill there, uh, mountainside, and there's some there's a few of them up there, and and that's nice to see. But I mean, there's maybe like a few dozen, and these are out there were like thousands in kansas yeah. i've just never seen anything like it
0: right just as it, it is hard to imagine if you haven't seen it just about as far as you can see uh these windmill uh, oh wind and the turbines. other
1: thing you notice that we that we picked out a whole lot in uh, in in communication a lot of towers that were um more frequent than you would see here and that's because of that flat farmland which is beautiful they have to have more of them because they don't. They can't be up as tall and and reflect the signal like they do. And so that was interesting to see how many of those were out there too. Because we didn't really ever lose cell coverage.
0: Yeah, that that was a good catch on your part. You noticed that and brought it to my attention. I had not thought about that, but um, it, it's very interesting for sure.
1: Yeah, very nice. But I enjoyed the trip. Uh, the time with the Motel folks was great. It was a good show. I think the uh the manufacturers and distributors and everybody's just finally getting back to like things used to be pre-covid. Right.
0: Yeah, it was good to be back. I, I guess that's the uh, the first kind of conference I've been been to since um covid. Um and this was kind of special. This was Matteo was kind of celebrating 50 years mm-hmm. in business. Mm-hmm. Yes. So,
1: and speaking of conferences, I might well go ahead and plug it right now in October uh, we're going to be uh, having our his call technology showcase event coming up again. Uh, everybody will be getting notices uh, on emails and stuff. As the time gets closer, our committee meetings have started. Uh, we've got our venue that's going to be right here in Dixon at the Tensco Community Center. This time, because of the um, I'd say the the big elephant in the room right now, a lot of people are talking about Microsoft teams. Now, I'd be glad. I'd like to remind everybody that yes, we can be your source for Microsoft products here at Hiscall, and uh, with the different manufacturers that we do in the voice world of, of Mitel and Sangoma and Avaya and Wildex, there the Microsoft Teams is is the big topic. You had this idea coming back from Colorado about having a panel discussion. And that had been brought up in our committee, and we're planning to have a panel discussion, folks. First thing that morning, um, I believe the date is October the 24th. If you're listening and want to mark it on your calendar, save the date, please do so. And the first thing on the agenda is a panel discussion of uh, these four phone manufacturers uh, about Microsoft Teams, and we'll have somebody there to represent Microsoft Teams and see how that integration works with those phone systems, because that is a big topic, and it seems like that's what everybody's uh, talking about right now is that.
0: Yeah, I'm excited. I'm excited to have the uh, HisCall Technology Showcase back. We've not done it for a couple of years. Yeah. And the Microsoft Teams piece is going to be good. I attended a breakout session in Colorado at Mytel's uh, Next event, and um, it talked about the different ways that Mytel. Integrates or utilizes Teams to to integrate the two systems. Not a lot of Teams users um, have telephony functionality in there, so all of the telephony manufacturers integrate with Teams in some one fight, one way or another. And so to have the panel where they can just kind of talk about the different ways that they do it, it's going to be pretty exciting.
1: I, I think so too. I really like that suggestion you had, and when you mentioned that, I'm thinking, man, we need to run with that because. You know, Microsoft, um, eh, such a big player, and, as a, and of course, we use 365 here, and we're doing all sorts of things. But we've also found, as well as some people that have tried, the voice product of Microsoft Teams is not as strong and as robust as the four brands that I mentioned that can do the voice communications mm-hmm. and all the bells and whistles that people want to do. Now, yeah, granted, for... Some application teams alone can do voice, but not for anybody typically that we have found when they do need uh, call centers and uh, heavy-duty applications, certain features and functionality. So that's why uh, the integration of teams with the solid products that I've just mentioned would work so much better, and that's the discussion that we're going to have openly uh, with everybody and have this panel so if
0: you would like to attend the Hiscall Technology Showcase reach out to your account consultant or contact us here at Hiscall and we'll be sure that you can get a registration link get signed up and you can attend that event oh and
1: I might add too as always the show is free we're starting um, 8 or 8.30 um, that morning and it'll be over around 2 o'clock so it, it ought to be a real real good eventful and fun day
0: that's right, for sure. Well, Gary, let's circle back to the Mattel Next event. I want to talk about, we. I mentioned 50 years, and one of the ways they celebrated that was they had one of their co-founders uh, there at Mattel Next. Terry Matthews. Terry Matthews, mm-hmm. yep. Kind of confirmed on uh, one of the previous episodes of the podcast, I gave the story of how Mattel started And it was Mike and Terry's lawnmowers. Electric lawnmowers. That's right. That didn't work out. He started selling touch-tone receivers, Mm -hmm. and that just evolved into what we know as Mytel today. And that was really exciting. But you had an opportunity to meet him. I did. And sit and talk with him and even had your picture made with him. I
1: did. Mr. Matthews, actually I should say Sir Matthews. That's right. That's what started the conversation and the presentation where he was on stage with uh, Frank uh, Siffington, and I noticed the Sir Terry Matthews. While you and I were at at a break, it was like a snack time out there, and we're talking to different vendors, I noticed him off to the side by himself, and I went up to him. The first question I asked him was, I said, Do you mind if I ask you, how did you become a Sir or why? And he said, My mom and my dad. And I said, really? And I said, so the queen really did not you? And he said, yes. And he gave me the, the hand gesture, how she did it. And we got talking and laughing. And so as we talked a little bit more, I said, look, do you mind if I could I have a picture with you? And I normally don't do that, Chuck. As you know, I've met different people in politics and, you know, country music singers and so forth, uh, as you as you can imagine around in this part of the country. But he is one that i i wanted and uh he he looked at me and he says you know i normally don't do that because i do not want it on social media and i looked at him and said i don't even like social media and he said and he sternly looked at me and said with a finger about in my face he said you promise it won't go on social media i said i promise you sir it will not so i've i have never afforded or taken but he's a really likable guy but he said it's not about me, it's about the product. It's about the brand of the system. He gave a lot of good wisdom, advice of the years over business, and I really appreciate the time I got to spend with him, and we, we talked for quite a bit.
0: I looked back through my notes on the event, and he said a couple of things I wanted to just get an opportunity to get your feedback on because I'm I'm certain that they, they resonate with you as well. But one thing he said, timing in life is almost everything yes he did he certainly did you've experienced that with with his call it so much is about timing right
1: yes uh timing does have a whole lot to do with it i think anybody knows me knows i'm going to give the good lord the credit because that's where he deserves it it's his for his glory And I do feel like a lot of the things that we've done here at His Call that I felt led to at certain times, we need to do this and do that and change and shift. There's a lot of things that we have delved into over the years that we we try and say, okay, is this going to work? Is that going to work? Sometimes the latest development the latest software the latest widget is not ready or maybe it doesn't have a good business application right it it looks good on paper it looks good in powerpoint but you find out okay uh, and there's other factors you got to have availability uh, price uh, overall cost going forward and so forth and reliability so we take all those things in consideration and see if that makes a good business uh, sense decision to do or not
0: that's that's really good. I hadn't even put his call in relation to the the timing thing. But when when you do surrender your life there, it is a his call and his timing. That's and, right. In that relationship. There was something else he said as it relates to relationship mm-hmm. that I, I've heard you say almost these very words. He said it's all about relationships. It is. We, I think on our last podcast, you and I, we yes. talked about relationships. So. It is.
1: To me, in business, look, let's just face it to our listeners. We know that what we do here, you, you look on our website, you see the brands that we do and so forth. You can Google this and find this stuff anywhere. But when you're talking about service like we do, who's going to be there for you? At two o'clock in the morning on a Christmas day, if you need that person, we mm-hmm. we will. It, who's going to be there for you um, a, a, at any time, day or night, or in a catastrophic situation? We will. Or if it's just normal, how do you install something and do it properly? Uh, we do. That's the piece that we bring to it. Is the here at his call is is taking care of our customers uh, the good old fashioned service way. And as I've said for many, many years, Chuck, it's not about what we do or uh, what products that we have or how big we are or anything else. It has to do with how good are we at it. And we never want to lose focus on taking care of our valued clientele and making sure we're, we're with them through thick and thin. And talking about the relationship piece, I think we mentioned this before, too. We do get to know our customers very well, our clients, and we really appreciate that relationship to the point that, you know, we we laugh with them, we cry with them, we know when babies are born. We try to always be there for people through the thick and the thin times and any time that they need us. Uh, there have even been times that that we would have, a, have somebody that's going through some you know, some t- businesses ebb and flow. And and there have been times that people need our help back and even in COVID. And the cash flows weren't there. And we said, well, we'll come help you anyway, and you can pay us later. Right. So it's all about that those relationships.
0: You need to be able to trust the people that you're in partnership with and have mutual respect for one another. Um, recently, well, not so recently now, it's been over a year, Mytel made an announcement in regards to the, what had been the Shortail product, and you've commended them multiple times mm-hmm. for the approach they've taken on that. Why has that been so important in to you in the way that they've approached that news?
1: I really like the vision that Martel is portraying. When you actually picked up on the the announcement first, you attended a uh, a webinar, and wasn't it a year ago, uh, January February? That's right. That uh, you called me and said, okay, Montel has announced sunsetting the My Voice Connect, which uh, is ShoreTel. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm used to, in my position, getting letter notices from manufacturers, not a not a webinar, not a notice, or maybe an email that says, we're going to stop this, and they, they might give you six months or a year mitel has taken the approach that to support continue support on the product at some level all the way through the end of the decade so we're looking at 2029 to work with our of our our folks that, that use the product which has been a fantastic product all these years and as you and i picked up out in colorado we got more information as to why they're having to do this which makes perfect sense but so it's not only the time frame but it's the financial offers that they're making to transition they're just thinking good long-term business in my opinion so i do commend them for that and they have they constantly stay in touch about this and we've gone to several of our customers and already brought this up in a migration path uh, if the customers do want to stay on the Mitel platform about what that migration path is, how much will it cost and what time frames have we got? So I do, I commend them for, for how they're doing it because technology does change. Mytel thinks about it in a good business way. They want to keep the market share and they, they know that if they do something drastic, they could run off that market. So I think they're handling this very well and, Given plenty of plenty of time for people, and they've also told me and told you that look, if you've got somebody that that uh, we will we can help, and we can even negotiate some certain conditions to help people migrate to that. Now, the good news is the the my, what I've called, as you know, the my tell short tell my tell my tell. So to our listeners, the uh, the my voice. Connect is what we all knew as Shortel. My Voice Business is what I call Mytel It was the product developed by Mytel many years ago that has transitioned. It's, it's fully enterprise-grade. Um, the Shortel product has done a fabulous, fabulous job for so many customers, especially in the financial sectors because of how you uh, program and you got one login to hit all these different branches of banks and different mini locations, the My Voice business does that, but it also offers more features, whereas the, uh, you know, we've talked about how many features does the Tell My Voice Connect product have, and we know it's less than 100, basically. The My Voice business has hundreds of Features and uh, so they basically have everything that this product has, plus a whole lot more. It's a very strong product, not only in financial and healthcare, hospitality. Uh, you you go to hotels, you're going to find more of the Motel product in hotels than you will uh, probably any other brand. It's it's a lot in all these different sectors of business. So it's uh, it's it's very feature rich, very robust. And then they've come out recently, as you know, with, uh, with the small business edition of the product so it can uh, affordably go for the small customers, which I was very happy to see that well. So I think they're they're thinking good long-term business strategy, and I applaud them for that. Well, one more thing, too. If we had any listeners that has a Siemens product, yep. Mitel has announced that they just bought the Siemens company, which was... Uh, I'm going to down a date myself, but it was the Rome product in the 80s that turned around and IBM bought them. And then it, then Siemens bought. And Siemens Unify is the product. Intel has just announced that, that they bought that. So they'll be adding that into their portfolio as well.
0: Yeah, that's exciting news. Um, you know, you mentioned long term strategy. The plan is to be number one unified communications provider uh, globally, and that Unify acquisition expands their presence globally. You mentioned the different sectors, and one of the things I left Mitel Next focused on and aware of is that most of Mitel's business in the Americas comes from five verticals. You mentioned one of them. Hospitality. Mm-hmm. You mentioned another one, finance. Mm-hmm. They also are strong in healthcare, education, mm-hmm. and state and local government. My tail in this long term strategy that you've been talking about is focusing on their core business, their core products. We don't hear so much talk about. Cloud communications, hmm. UCAS with them. I mean, they're talking about my voice business, but they are talking about all the integrations that they have in these different verticals, um, which is really important for a solution delivery. Is how do you help business through integrations with in healthcare with Cerner and Epic, and and in finance with Fiserv and Jack Henry, where these banking uh, and vendors. And in healthcare,
1: things. you've also got HIPAA regulations. That's that right, are fully compliant. The you know, we've had so many episodes over time where you've had other guests, too, and and we talk about uh, his call cloud services, our um, other offerings that we have. There's still a big market sector that needs, in my opinion, premise-based equipment. And Mitel recognizes that, therefore, that's their big push right now is for those customers like your big banks, your big medical facilities, your your universities and schools, um, all those market segments that you mentioned, let's face it, this is business. You got to add up the dollars. What your overall cost to uh, have cloud? What your overall cost for premise? Also, your uh, reliability, and safety factors. Um, as you know, we've we've done some cloud deployments where we felt like okay this is great and it's wonderful but we feel like we probably better put a backup server here mm-hmm. for 911 services and for inter office communications should you lose internet and we've done that so this is just another way of going about doing it uh but but again it, in certain applications obviously it's just like in the hotel motel market you've got all the hotels that have to be in compliance to provide a room, uh, a phone in a room. Well, by the ad time that you add up all those costs, about the monthly, what would it take to have that deployed under a premise-based system? And mathematically, now I'm talking about money, mathematically, yep. you're gonna be overall less expensive to keep a premise-based system for a lot of your hotels your big hospitals some of your bigger banks and so forth and so on
0: you you certainly have carried that message for a long time that you know systems fit in different verticals in different businesses some are good as a service yes. cloud based businesses others need a premise based system you've you've advocated that for a long time and to hear you talk with a customer it's good to hear you ask the questions to find out is this really the right thing for you? Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of times customers hear about cloud. And so they they think they got to go to cloud. They just need to go to cloud. But you're really good to talk with them to say, is this really what you need to do? And it is good business sense for them. We have options to we take do. To cloud.
1: We have options. And listen, I don't ever claim to know it all. But I do tell folks, you know, collectively around here at His Call, we've got a, a lot of wonderful talent and collectively we we do know quite a bit because this is what we live eat and breathe and you know every day yes there there have been some times that i've been known to talk with prospective customers or existing customers and they want to go in one direction and and i'll give them i said look i'm going to give you my professional and personal opinion and sometimes people take me up on that sometimes they don't and there have been some times that uh, somebody says, well, I think we want to do this still. And and I have been known to say, I don't think we need to even propose that because I'm afraid it won't work out for you. I don't want to lose your business, but I'd, I'd rather leave you and we still be friends than to do something that I don't think is going to work well for you. And you know, and I won't call names of customers that have done that, but then they would come back later and say, right. well, you did try to tell us, and no, it didn't work out well, so what can we do uh, you know, it's just a fact that we we do what we do around here and we try to do it well and to the best of our abilities. Because also, uh, as you know, I'll, I'll personally stand behind it that if it's not right, then we will make it right. Uh, even if if we do something wrong, we'll even give somebody a full refund because we want to make sure that our reputation stays intact. And uh, we'll do whatever we got to do to to make sure that, that we've done the right job for our customers. So, yes, there have been times that I, I know deep in my heart this is not going to be a good fit, and it's, you're not going to mm-hmm. like the outcome, and therefore we will withdraw from a bid situation. Mm-hmm. Most of the time it has eventually paid off that it was the right thing to do because we don't want anybody that's going to be unhappy with us. That's the big thing. And, again, it goes back to what you said earlier about relationships. Exactly. We want to keep that relationship solid and intact.
0: And you have to make effort to win mutual respect and That's trust in doing the right thing. That's exactly right. Yeah. Well, Gary, is there anything that we haven't talked about that you took away from uh, tale Next that would be good for our listeners to hear?
1: Not necessarily. Again, I commend the corporation, Mitel Corporation, for thinking long-term business strategy, not just short-term gains. Mm-hmm. I really applaud them for doing that. You know, to be in business, this is our 27th year, and they've been 50 years. Right. And you don't do that by making short-term decisions for quick money gains. You've heard me say it before that that the money is secondary here. It's going to be providing that customer service because I've always believed if you take care of the customers, the bottom line will take care of itself. You know, and it goes back to two what's on the back of our business cards, you know, uh, the golden rule. That's right. That treat people like you want to be treated. Luke 631. That's how I feel like we are instructed to do the right thing for customers. And I do believe that Mitel, as a large corporation, is trying to do that. So they're giving plenty of time for people to make this transition. And not everybody's going to transition. We know that. But for those who want to, just like we had guests here in our building last Friday, and during that time we had the Mitel, several people from Mitel on video call. And at the end of it, a customer said, we're not going anywhere. We're definitely staying with y'all, and we're not going to change brands. We like the message. This That's is, right. This is so we're going to be planning that path to go forward with that other with the product. And uh, now it's just going to come down to the money situation, which I think uh, again, Martell is going to come up with some good solutions because you and I've already talked with them since then.
0: Yep, um, I think it's important that we uh, that we mention it. It costs you money that we have to train and get certified on a new product That's and so right. we are trained on my voice business we're ready to go um and and do those migrations those new installs um in hospitality health care finance state and local government education right we're, we're ready for
1: it and we'll, we'll just remind everybody uh the MyTel product can be in smaller applications as well yep when they came out with that recent product scaled down, that was a wonderful piece. Uh, you've got one small uh, server there that's got so many ports, and it's gonna—it's it, virtually the same product just in a smaller box.
0: Yep, strong. That SMB controller is a really exciting product, and and is gonna fill the need in a lot of places uh, for small, medium enterprise and branch locations. That's so, true. Well, Gary. I almost just when you talked a second ago about doing the right thing, I thought, man, that's just the good place to end the podcast.
1: You know how you always like to end this, and I'm going to add something before you say your words that you always like to end. All right, uh, folks, we're not promised another breath,
0: mm, so and true. life
1: is short, and I can tell you that here at His Call, we are not perfect by no means. But we try really, really hard to do the right things, and I want to leave a legacy behind that people can say he did. He did try to treat everybody right. Yep. So that's that's the thing I believe we need to do in business and in personal. Just summarize it, again. It, it just goes back to church. Trying to do the right thing.
0: That's right. Every day, let's do the right thing every day. And uh, as we close out today, I don't know what you may be facing in your business you're trying to figure out what the timing is for some big decision maybe it seems insurmountable right now but just keep doing the right thing as gary said uh, if you do the right thing take care of customers the bottom line will take care of itself so as we wrap up today don't be afraid only believe Thanks for taking the time to listen to the HisCall Technology Podcast. Subscribe to this podcast so you can stay up to date with today's business communication trends. To learn more about HisCall
1: solutions for your business needs or to listen to previous podcasts, visit us at our website, hiscall.com.